0: Hi, welcome to Signs From Above, this is Lucy B. You know, I did a story on Matthew Perry a couple weeks ago, and it was an article that I read about him from Focus on the Family, about how he actually experienced God. And it really got to me, and it made me think, I want to know more. And so I just read his book. I'm not <laughs> telling you to read the book by any means, uh but it did make me really ponder in the the way that he had dealt with addiction his entire life, and it was truly God that ended up saving him in the very end um from that addiction and it really not so much, I mean, obviously I didn't know him besides seeing him on TV, a movie, and all that here and there. But it really made me start thinking about addiction in life. Um, do you have a friend? Do you have a family member? Do you Maybe even just an acquaintance? Um, I feel like we all know somebody that has some type of addiction. Me? Well... I am proud to say that I have gotten over my caffeine addiction. <laughs> I know I know it's that's the only thing that I can really relate to addiction, and I'm gonna be honest flat out honest i I did get headaches when I got off my addiction of caffeine um It's easy to quit and get right back on it uh i mean i'm I know that's digging compared to what uh actual drug addiction or alcoholism is, and I know. I cannot understand that. But I will tell you on a different note, my life has definitely not been a perfect life. I have lived far from a perfect life. Um in fact, some of what I've able to share with some people, they're just mind-blowing think I've had this perfect life and it is so not that. But I have given God has given me a life that I am able to want to serve him and use those terrible experiences that I've been through to help others. So, no, I have not had an addiction, but I will tell you, my father was a major alcoholic, a major drug addict, um, terrible, terrible place. Satan had a complete hold on him and prison time, all of that, and i truly, I'll just say, seeing him, I wanted nothing to do with that stuff. To this day, I want nothing to do with that. I see what an addictive behaviors that he had, that addiction of everything. And I wanted nothing to do with that. Um, So my mother, my mother was a very godly woman, a very kind woman, a very sweet woman, one of my best friends in this entire world. Um, She didn't know half of what was going on, and she did get pregnant at the age of 16, so she married this man, and uh, he did work. I will give him that. I'll give him credit. He was a worker. He did supply money for the family. I don't know how he ever made it to work, sadly. Um, I guess it was kind of like listening to Matthew Perry and he did the same thing. He was able to make it to work, but this addiction was so bad. I think that that was really my dad kind of in that sense that he could, he could make it through the day to day, but had to have his addictions as well. Just terrible. Um, but anyway, with that, I wanted to be more like my mom and my mom never, she didn't do that stuff. I wanted to be more like that. And I, You know, her, and along with her mother, my grandma, were the ones that really brought me to Christ. And that's where I knew that that was the good. That was pure, everything I wanted, goodness. And there's a lot more in there for the story. But, um, you know, it's seeing that addiction. And then I have family, brothers, that also have some addictions, and that's hard as well, right? But, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but maybe you can think back to somewhere in your life of where you've seen it, where maybe not necessarily your family members, but maybe even loved ones, that it it seems that when fathers are not in the picture, it seems, for me anyway, in our family, so there are... I have six brothers and sisters in my family. So I have three brothers and three sisters. And the girls, our four girls, including me, were the f- four oldest. And then the boys were the three youngest. And my mom had been married twice. Um, both of them not good people. Like, I don't want to say good people. I will just say drug addicts. And um, my brothers, with their fathers in, in prison... uh, the way that I've seen them suffer through that and feeling abandoned more than the girls did breaks my heart and especially I have one brother in particular he I don't even know how he's truly even alive right now and mom if you're listening to this just get off because i know this breaks your heart (laughs) okay mom get off giving you time um but what he has gone through is i he had that i know he feels abandoned by his dad his dad was not the same dad as mine his dad was a different dad my mom got married to get out of the abusive relationship with my dad and just quickly married right away for like a sense of protection and um got right back into not the same exact thing but a, again a, a pretty bad situation and had two my two youngest brothers with him but so one of those brothers I just see he just spirals out of control and he doesn't know how to get out of his addiction and even separates himself from the family. And I know he feels guilty all the time. I thought that I personally could help him and my husband, he had his own his own business and so I moved him into our home and uh the amount of alcohol that he was hiding from me that I found, like even just in the trash can. I went out when I went to take the trash out. And sadly, I knew he was still drinking. I could smell it on him and had to go through the bedroom and just found you guys. I, I again, I'm not a drinker at all. But it was finding these great big bottles of vodka and this hard liquor, and he would drink it all. Um, he, he has been in the hospital, and the doctor even told him that if he if he had nine lives, he just used one of them up. And he he truly shouldn't even be here. And he's he's in his twenties, like he's young. And yeah just like it breaks my heart and just seeing that addiction. and for me it was kind of like why don't you just get off of it do you not see what it's doing to your life do you not get it what are you doing to yourself like get off of it but then listening to that I don't know sometimes you think God put a book in front of you and basically it wasn't (laughs) again I'm not telling you to go read this book by any means but um, I guess if you want to get into a mind of somebody that is an addict it is it's insightful there um there were some things the way that he did talk about God during that time that I would look up and be like apologizing for him even though he's not alive anymore apologizing sorry God that he said that oh my goodness um taking his name in vain and things like that um but it really I'm just telling you like it made me understand my brother on a whole different level that it's not just that easy, and that Matthew Perry was dealing with abandonment issues and was scared to be alone. My brother ended up, I don't know, married a woman that's very controlling of him and keeps alcohol from him. And it's almost like she will get hit, get him the alcohol as a, uh, like a reward. And we've talked to her. Um, my brother doesn't work. She does the work, but she controls him with alcohol. It's a very, very sad situation. But there's not much I can do besides pray. Uh You know, I can't, like, go kick her out of her own house. Um, can't force him to leave. And so you just sit there and let things happen. It's, it's insane. So if you've heard any of my other previous podcasts, you know that I, I was formerly a social worker. And I do believe part of it was because of my past. And I will tell you about my past in more detail. Again, mom, if you're still on, you won't want to listen to that either. <laughs> but but that way you could understand me a little bit more and where I'm coming from and why I do what I do and why... It's so important for me to bring people to Jesus because of what he's done in my life. But anyway, as a social worker, I really thought that I could help people. And I did. I I, I think I did. I'm pretty sure people have told me that. Um, But the thing is, is like... I went to a a training, which I kind of thought was a little strange, and maybe, I, I, I guess I thought other people would understand that, other social workers, so, anyway, I went to this training, and they got everybody up out of their seats, and they put these different categories around the room, and one of them, there was quite a few different categories, but... The ones that I remember specifically was if you had a child, go underneath the category that you would least want them to be. One was a mental illness. Another one was uh, in prison for killing somebody. Another one was an abuser. And then another category that said addiction. You guys, here's a room full of social workers. First, where would you go? Think right now, where would you go? Out of those categories, if you had a child or you do have a child, which is the one that you would least want them to be in out of those categories? Again, it was, I'm sorry, I have to think about it now. Um, it was an abuser in prison for murdering somebody, um, mental illness or drug addiction. It was a room full of people and I was the only person that went to drug addiction that I, f- because I've seen it, Not, and this is before my brother was an addict, but I, I, I saw it because I thought, well, why why wouldn't you choose this? Like, this is something that they're choosing to do to harm you and they like lose your they lose who they are through this. So they went to you know, different people in each category and they said, Why did you choose that? And they're like, Well, isn't it obvious? I would never want my child to kill somebody. And They finally came to me and they said, why did you choose addiction? And I said, because this leads to that, that, and that. And this can be behind all of that. And it's true. It's so true. The addiction can lead to that mental illness, that crazy feeling. And it can lead to where you don't know what you're doing and end up killing somebody. It can lead to being abusive. Um, It's like you're not even in your right state of mind. And I, I thought, why did nobody else choose that? But it's so true. It is so true. You lose that person. And my brother, I've lost him. At this point in time, I've lost him. Yeah, he's alive, but he hasn't been my brother for a long time. I remember me and him used to go you know when he was a teenager we would go for walks and he would just tell me his dreams, his aspirations, things that he wanted in life. And Oh he had such a good plans in his life and he was angry at his dad at that time, but he just wanted to talk about things and he didn't have an addiction at that time and we just was so close to him. Um just had such a connection with him. And then he got on this addiction and I don't know who my brother is anymore and I haven't had a deep conversation with him for a really long time. It's more me doing the talking and him just kind of out of it and not really knowing what's going on. But I don't know him anymore and it breaks my heart because I I was so close with him. Um... Another thing that Matthew Perry did was, you know, trying to help with this, uh, losing his father, his father was alive, but that abandonment, abandonment feeling is that he just wanted to be famous to show, you know, get that love and support and adoration from people. And he got it. He got it. I mean, I know that people say he prayed to Satan, you know, he prayed to Satan and prayed to God if he asked for fame. I don't know. I think you can. We can all pray to God for some silly, crazy, weird stuff, and He just allows it to happen. And it's not going to be good, but that's what you want. He could allow it. I'm not saying either way. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I do believe that He does allow things to happen. Um, but He'll make it out of good, which He did. So going back to my brothers, he just so going Matthew Perry just wanted to be fairy fairy. Wanted to be famous. (laughs) Not a fairy. (laughs) Um, But my brother just wants so badly to be famous. And he does play music. And he does these beats. And he does rapping. Not rapping that I agree with by any means. But he does that. And he just wants to be famous so badly. And he... Yeah, so badly that yeah, he told me he told Satan himself that he would do anything to become famous. Um, yeah, it was a horrible conversation. But anyway, he hasn't become famous. And I'm hoping God's not allowing him to become famous because his addiction, he can't function. He is one that's pretty much like drunk all day and he can't function in a job and he gets a job and he lasts for maybe a week and then it's over. Just like at my house, I actually ended up having to fire him because of that. Broke my heart. Broke my heart. But I knew I had to do it for his good. I couldn't just allow the addiction. But I told him as I did it how much I love him and care about him and then he did end up leaving and got drunk the next day so I seen that addiction and it just breaks my heart and I used to work with another guy oh I adored him he was so funny and just hilarious would crack me up but he had an addiction But when I was with him and worked with him, he was sober and he was just hilarious. And then after he'd get off work, he just had to go get drunk or had to get high on something. And then he was just obnoxious and really hard to be around. And I didn't understand why he just had to get on it. Same thing, these abandonment issues that he had as well from his father. And unfortunately he ended up passing away because the addiction ended up killing him and he he drank too much and just choked on his own vomit um yeah so it's really really sad because he w- I just wished he would have saw what I saw and how funny he was and but he didn't see his own worth he didn't see that and it's kind of like Matthew Perry he said he didn't see that he just thought that he would break up with these women and he just uh, thought that they would eventually see what he already knew about himself which was that he was basically just worthless so and I'll be honest you guys are going to think I'm a horrible person and I actually even talked to a woman today today about this and apologized to her yet again because I felt a terrible person of what I said to her and looking back now I know I'm completely wrong I have apologized about this in the past but I took it as my own father and that's who I I looked at and even the second man that my mom married and looked at him and thought the same thing but what she does is she goes into prison and she preaches Not preaches, but she does Bible studies with uh, these men in the prisons. (sighs) She's an amazing woman. And I told her one time, and I know you're going to think I'm terrible, but I'm just being honest. Don't judge. (laughs) We've all said stupid stuff, right? I might say it a little more than the average person, but yeah, just another stupid thing that I had said. She goes and she gives her heart to these people. And she told me what she she did as a volunteer on the side. And I looked at her and I go, why? They're never gonna change. They are who they are. And she just kind of looked at me and she's like, well, I've changed to, you know, able to help get a few to, to Jesus and they were able to change. And I'm like, oh yeah, well they'll probably go back to their old ways. Okay, you guys, I know. I've repented for what I said, and I've apologized to her numerous times, including today. And I said that a long time ago, years ago, but again, today, even, I apologized again. Um, we can't change them, but Jesus can. That's where I was wrong. Again, my mom, Married these men to change them, thinking she could change who they are. She could change them to become Jesus-loving men. They never did. So my mind was in that place. And so that's why I'm like, they're never going to change. Well, of course they're never going to change. From you, we can't make a person change. That change has to come from Jesus. And once they accept him in his heart, he will change them. Just like the Matthew Perry when he said this bright light came in. When he asked for the thing he should have asked for from the beginning. And that was for help. Help me. And what happened? That bright light came in. Took over and his addiction was gone. He, for the first time in his life, he didn't have that addiction. He didn't have it. It was gone. It it left him. He had no... He, He didn't want it anymore. So what I'm saying is, yeah, we can't change him. We can be his hands and feet. But that person's going to change through Jesus. And they can change through Jesus. My brother does say that he does believe in Jesus. He also done a video. Not a video. Sorry. A podcast. Um where he had Jesus come to him in a dream about Jesus talking to him about the addiction. But the thing about it is Matthew Perry was at a point where he didn't want to do it anymore. My brother's not there yet. He doesn't want to quit yet. He hasn't hit... I look at him and I think he's rock bottom. He isn't rock bottom yet. Although, even though he's almost died, he is not at rock bottom. To where he cries out desperately, I've had enough. God, I need you. I need you. He's not there yet. I feel like he's got to be close. He's got to be close. I don't know where he's at. I don't know. But, I pray for him every day. I now believe God can change anybody. I cannot change him. All I can do is be there and be kind. And know that I'm always going to be there for him. I don't agree with what was happening. He doesn't see it, but his life is just wasting away. And again the closest thing that i've come to addiction true addiction is caffeine and maybe there's those games on your phone that sometimes you can get addicted to that's true I, that's why i have no games on my phone <laughs> social media i don't even get, i get on that one day a week or one day a, not one day a week one time a day and that's just to post my video and i'm done that's all i do i tried to i don't want i don't want to be a prisoner of anything i want to be a prisoner and so i've tried to anything that seems like an addictive quality i have to get rid of so the only thing i had you know was caffeine and i'm not even on caffeine anymore but sadly even this here i am big sister goes to little brother Hey, little brother, if you quit alcohol, I'll quit drinking caffeine. <laughs> uh, it didn't work. <laughs> it worked on my end, but not his. But I think he thought, are you crazy? I'm addicted to caffeine too. <laughs> You're just going to give that up? <laughs> I know. I know. So at this point, you know, all we can do is pray. Pray for our loved ones, pray for our friends, pray for our acquaintances, any of those people. And not help them, but knowing that they are struggling and maybe give them a little bit of grace there. I know I need to because I don't understand it. But I don't think we need to be... definitely not buying alcohol for him right (laughs) or the drugs i don't know again it's it's hard and it's hard for me to understand not being an addict and maybe you are a recovering addict and if you have that's amazing amazing congratulations seriously i guess i in a way I always thought it was just a choice and it was just like caffeine oh it's just going to give you a headache you'll be fine get over it (laughs) and I don't understand it but I'm trying I'm trying to understand it I think that's the only way that we can be of if you're not an addict or never have been an addict I think that that's the only way we know how to help somebody I don't know and then I, I, I thought of what am I gonna say for a Bible verse to this? I don't even know. I don't even know. So this may or may not even have anything to do with it. It may sound terrible, and if it does, I'm really sorry. I, I, I really am. Um, but I went into Galatians, and I, I guess it's, it's a really good one anyway. <laughs> Um. Let me pull it up. I'm trying to pull it up here. And see which version I want to read. I always like different versions, and, and I, ones that, they have to be close to the 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 not NIV, but they have to be close to the King James version for me to really want to read it. But here's one. Um. Let's see here, friends. We have. The wrong things the sinful self does are clear. Committing sexual sin, being morally bad, doing all kinds of shameful things, worshiping false gods, taking part in witchcraft, hating people, causing trouble, being jealous, angry, or selfish, causing people to argue or divide into separate groups, being filled with envy, getting drunk, having wild parties, and doing other things like this. I've warned you as I warned you before. The people who do these things will not have a part in God's kingdom. And not to say... I, sorry, going off a bit of that. Um, I, I, I think if you intentionally are doing these things and not going to God and and choosing these things over God and not even going to him for help or anything or not thinking that you need him and just like, oh, forget it. He doesn't know what's going on. Those are things that I don't believe you would have a part in God's kingdom. But I think if you truly are trying and asking him for help, I mean, seriously, like, okay, you guys, on side note, in here it says angry, right? Are you angry? I mean, I get angry sometimes. I know that's weird. <laughs> but like, I'm not the greatest driver in the world and I had someone flip me off yesterday. I think it was very nice. Kind of made me a little angry that he flipped me off. Okay, I'm not the best driver again and I'm, I might've even deserved it a little bit. But I didn't think it was very nice to him to flip me off and I got a little angry. I didn't do anything. I just waved hello at him. Didn't wave my middle finger. But hi. Sorry. But yeah. I was a little angry about that. So again. But I do think I'm going to heaven. Like I know I am. So it's one of those things where I'm like sorry God. Sorry I'm a bad driver. First. But second. I'm Marilee's sorry for being angry at that person and instead i need to go back and bless them like the bible says but it does say but the fruit the spirit produces in a person's life is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control if i was that every day that would be amazing trying so there are no laws against these kind of things so the, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their sinful self. They're giving up their old selfish feelings and the evil things they wanted to do. And we get our new life from the Spirit. So we should follow the Spirit. We must not feel proud and boast about ourselves. We must not cause trouble for each other or be jealous of each other. So what that's saying Is we want to give these things up, and that's where I believe we have to go to Jesus when things are really, really, really hard. And He's gonna deliver us. He's gonna help us. Holy Spirit, He sent His Holy Spirit to us, the Helper. But we have to want to give those things up, and we want to put Jesus first. Not gonna say we don't. Not gonna mess up. But where it fully says in here, getting drunk and. Doing drugs. Is that is that your love? Again, I've I've really tried to clear myself of all addictions. I don't know what my addiction would be right now. Maybe sleep. (laughs) No, no. Even then, I wake up early. I'm really uh, anger. Anger. Let's go back to my anger. Like it's really not anger it's road rage okay like i'm not even angry but when you deal with a lot of road rage people that are out there it feels like a lot right now and these people they get so angry and they get right on you like honking your horn because you're not going 50 miles over the speed limit yeah yeah things like that um then i do get really annoyed and anno- <laughs> a little angry um yeah. 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 But it's something that we all have to work on and I want to give it up to Jesus and I'm like I'm sorry. I shouldn't be driving anymore. Um anyway, off the subject. We just have to want to have to want to give everything up to Jesus and he's going to take care of the rest for us. But when is enough enough, you know? But how do you help somebody? I'm still I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I don't know. Just pray. Because I know us mere humans can't do anything but be an example and be there to love them. And hopefully we're there for them when they do come out of it and when they've just had enough. And they're at that point that they just are on their knees asking asking for help. Anyway, that's what I have. I know I rambled a lot, so thank you so much for listening to that. I do tend to do that sometimes, and now you know my... Actually, when we go back to driving, side note, it's mostly in the snow. No, I'm great-great-grandma driver out there. Whew! Not good. So I try to stay home on those days. But anyway... Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you next week. Have a great day.